Yeah, new recorder. We're fancy now. Real fancy. It's exactly the same as the other one. It's like a, it's like a year <laughs> newer. It's an upgrade. You're an upgrade. Yes, I am. <laughs> Don't feed after midnight. I'm Steve. And I'm Mike. And we're going to talk some shit today about some crappy movie. No, we're actually, we did that last, last time, actually. <laughs> a lot. Uh, Mike's got a lot of really interesting information about Batman starring Sparkly Vampire Guy. Yeah. He's excited. It looks really good. Apparently, there's going to be lots of sparkles in this movie. Lots of sparkles. No, it'd be horrible if there was. I see one sparkle and I'm, I'm, I'm calling it. I'm going to stand up in that theater. I'm gonna do like He's that. actually done a lot of fantastic movies in the last few years. I'm going to do like the, the Beacon East. I'm just going to shoot Robert, the <laughs> no. Robert, Robert literally like rejects his Twilight Pass now. Like uh, I'm looking like, forward to it. He's like, you guys that bring up Twilight can just go fuck yourself. <laughs> so because there's all these little girls who are like, but no. They're like, but you're the cute, sparkly he's, vampire he's, man. He's like three stooges back, back slapping like 11-year-old <laughs> girls. Just bah, 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 bah. Yeah, no, no he does, I think he's a good actor. He's moved on. He's done. Like he, he flogged every, himself in a movie, though. Let's be honest. Let's, let's just get that out the out the door right now. He flogged it in front of a camera crew <laughs> to completion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's unfortunate. He also, he also fucked a mermaid uh, in a movie. Just did he not really? that long ago? Oh. There's a point in that movie where he's like. Really uh, getting all up in it. It's not Splash in the 1980s, is it? He, he beats the shit out of a seagull. It's a funny movie. What? It's a fucked up, crazy movie. <laughs> what but what it's movie is that? The Lighthouse. It's it's actually really good. Is that where they're alone? That's right. It's, it's black Willem, and white. Willem Dafoe. And they they go nuts. There's a, there's a point where a seagull like lands on this boat in front of him, and he grabs it by the fucking neck, and he just wham, <laughs> wham, wham, and he just goes at it. And now, like, it's a meme page where, like, people put a song to it oh my God. every day. That's awesome. And, like, it goes to the beat sometimes, and it's so funny. He's just, wham, wham, wham. And this thing's feathers are exploding everywhere, blood bashing on the boat. And it's, it's like, horrifying. oh, my God. It's horrifying. I don't know how they did it. It's a very impressive scene if he didn't actually do it. <laughs> yeah, I would hope he But would. if he actually did do it, well, where's the animal protection agencies? <laughs> well, it's that, a country you're in, I suppose. <laughs> But, no, but he's a friend of all animals. It's it's a it's a it's a decent movie, but it shows him and Willem Dafoe especially's acting chops. Like everybody knows Willem Dafoe's a great actor. Yeah, all but, time. But in that movie, he delivers like a easily like a thirty to fifty line like 
just a roast of this guy. Really? And he like That's awesome. he stands up and he starts cursing at him like like literally like cursing like not just saying f bombs and this and that. No, like he's like casting like crazy <laughs> shit on him and he's like telling him like like you you henceforth shall always be adrift in the sea and oh my he, God. and he just he goes on and That's he's awesome. looking and Robert Patton's like oh he's like no please it's, it's he's like please I'm sorry I'm sorry. That's awesome. But no it's it's actually a really good movie. Um, I did see a picture of him on the bat bike yeah that looked that, impressive well there's that so far i think it's just a, a stunt double's been doing stuff and the bike looks sick mm-hmm. um there ain't no ninja i'll tell you that much no and <laughs> Crouch the, rocket. the outfit itself like he's got a little gauntlet things. he's got like gauntlets that look like they got like spears on them that you can just like on on like really it, it looks weird it's got like these like lined things all over mm. it um it almost reminds me of like samurai armor in a way. Really, it's, thought, it's got like a lining that's. It, I just don't even know how else to describe it. It looks really cool. I'm interested to see what happens with this movie because this is going to be a. I mean, after those last couple of movies, I mean, after man, the last however many years of movies, I think Ben Affleck was really great, just put into into bad writing sometimes and put into his, bad situations. His Batman was really good. I think his Batman was awesome. I don't necessarily buy into his Bruce. It, was, it wasn't bad. He played a good older I just think Bruce. He, he was, I think he played an asshole sometimes for no reason. Yes, yes, I thought so. I thought so too. But his Batman action was perfect. <clears throat> when he's like in Batman versus Superman, when he swings around this watchtower or, or or no, it's a water tower, and like grapples and swinging and doing all shit, Doomsday's fucking shit up, and he's like shooting grenades from a distance, swings through, slides, does all. I'm like, that's Batman yes, in action, exactly. Oh, like. Yeah. He's, he stays at a distance, does what he can, unless he knows he can get close. He ain't getting close to Doomsday. No. Get the fuck out of here. No. And then when he sees the bad guys that he can, he, like, does his predator shit, where mm-hmm. he's like, let me go up into the rafters. Let me take all of our guns away. Let me, you know, oh, that guy threw a grenade at me? Let me kick it back and then kick him on top of it. Because awesome. I don't care if he dies. <laughs> <laughs> that was a little different. He killed a lot yeah. in the Batman, but uh, I th- the newer Batman movies. That's they? what I'm really most interested about. For this movie so far, they've confirmed a huge rogues gallery of Batman's villains, really? uh, anti-hero team-ups, and what? stuff like that. Like, Catwoman's confirmed, mm. um, and they're going off of, like, the kind of uh, version of Catwoman where she's um, where she's a mixed chick. She's not a... It's not white Selena Kyle. Mm. It's it's one of the the kind of portrayals where she's... Asian-esque. Oh, I think she's, I think she's just black and white mixed. She's That's cool. Kind of like Halle Berry. Um, so Catwoman. perfect. So perfect. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Except like not like her movie at all. <laughs> that was bad. But uh, I never saw that movie. I just I remember I, seeing I've seen the trailers scenes and never even wanted to watch the rest. I, I saw was, the trailers. I was like, no, that's not right. No. But, that noise uh, in the background, by the way. We are recording in the uh, basement studio again. My wife once in the again painting. Kali. <laughs> <laughs> She's um, listening to her music and painting away at Nora by Casey Pierce. Yeah. Soon to be released by Source Point Press. Soon. Soon. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got Catwoman. Um, they confirmed the Riddler. <laughs> Why are you tiptoeing? We already told everybody you're here. You walk around. You're okay. She's like tiptoeing out of here. She's so funny. So, Catwoman 
And Riddler? The, the Riddler is confirmed. Yes, Jim Carrey's coming back. Yes, yes. No, no more spandex, yes. please. Oh, awesome. No more spandex. Ah. Like he just played the mask in that movie. Basically, if yeah, you think about did. it, he played he the did. mask. He yeah. was like, all right, Edward Nigma for a chunk. And then on oh, the bad guy now, I'm the mask. I'm the mask, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was um, awesome. It was so bad. Then they confirmed uh, Penguin. Colin Farrell is playing the Penguin. Colin And he's Farrell. not going to be a fat, pudgy, short dude like Danny DeVito. He's going to be. But that's the Penguin. The Penguin's well, it's, short, well, fat, and pudgy. Not the newer way. Uh, the newer, the new Fifty Two and Rebirth one. He's a dude name? that's basically around Bruce's age, and he's like, he's another rich boy. Was it? Was it? Was it the one they had in the uh, the, uh, the Telltale Gotham? Games? Did it? Gotham. Gotham, I think, did it. I didn't see Gotham yeah, at all. Him, you did do a painting yeah. of him. I remember. Yeah, because it's uh, uh, if you've ever seen the movie Accepted, he's the guy that likes. He he's got ADHD or whatever, and yes. that's yeah, yes. it's that guy. I don't know what else he's in. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting, but right. but that's all I really know him from. City a couple years ago. He was. He played the penguin in Gotham. I've only ever seen that image like twice. I don't know how that came back to my head, but uh, yeah. So Penguin is Colin Farrell. So he's playing rich boy, basically around the same age as Bruce, maybe a little bit older. Um, and from what I'm seeing, it seems like the main bad guy might be Riddler. There's no fucking telling. It could be Penguin. But this all makes me think, is this Ben Affleck's beginning? Oh. Like, is this actually... Mm. Because they're still doing all this stuff. Like, Aquaman 2 is confirmed. The Flash movie is still on. Really? All of this is still happening. Did you see him pop into CW Flash, mm, by the way? Yes. That clip? That yes. Clip it was funny. That was hilarious. It was funny. Like, is and this I, cosplay? He's and it, no. sets up, <laughs> it sets up Flashpoint. Like, oh, big time. Him doing that for the first time and seeing another universe, that makes him realize, oh, well, stuff happens different here. They did Maybe f- I can find one where my mm-hmm. mom can be saved. And yeah. then Flashpoint happens. Because they did Flashpoint the CW one. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch the last couple of seasons, but I did happen to click on. Uh, they like they had the multi- infinite universe collapsing, all that shit. Yeah, and they had the um, the Superman from the Supergirl universe, the one who's like five foot. The one, one that's, uh, that they like, have to put him on platforms, yes. basically. <clears throat> yeah, the, the little underwear model, skinny guy. Yeah. Um, he looked better in the in the crossover than he did in Supergirl. I, I don't think, know why. I don't know why either. I don't know why. The end of the end of that, they did better. They did a Super know. Friends thing. It was like, Dun. they ended it. It was like, what's that noise? Did you clean this out? Oh, I don't know. And they pan upstairs, and there's an empty cage that says Gleek on it. And you hear this the challenge of the Super Friends Friends music kick oh out, and you God. hear the background like Gleek. Yeah. So they're gonna have Gleek, and I was like, really? Oh God. Really? You went to the challenge of the Super Friends? Oh, Jesus. That's okay. I'm okay with that. It and they had Brandon. Um, Brandon Ruth. Ruth. He, yeah. he, looked, he looked amazing. He looked really good. Uh, he didn't play the same Superman, of course. He was supposed to. No, he, was supposed he, to he had a different, uh, different He did. S2. Well, no, because Lois is dead. This is in the future. He said he could oh, play the same Oh, yeah. One. So it is the same yep. one. Okay. So that universe is gone. Yeah. That's <laughs> fucked up. I, I heard an interview with him recently on... Um, the guy used to play Lex Luthor. He's got a really good podcast, okay. and uh, they they broke down. They like kind of talked about that a little bit. He was like, you know, I was young and I was expecting that to be a series, and they were telling me it's just going to be a series. You're going to come back for the next one. He's like, we did a hundred, we did like four hundred something million worldwide, which is successful. It's pretty movie. successful, yeah. Yes, and they panned it and they didn't like oh, it. And it probably wasn't, because of critical reception. Yep, and he's like, I wasn't asked back. Numbers. He's like, and that was a blow. He's like, I remember just I was in the shower 
crying my eyes out. And then, you know, he's like, it took a few times and stuff Which like that sucks, happening. because he really was great. He was very The movie good. he was put in, not so much. Yeah. Like, yeah. he acted his ass off as uh, playing a, a, a continuation of... Yes, of um, Christopher Reeve. Yes. Yeah, he's a really he played good a really actor. good Christopher Reeve. And he's a good actor. And he's a, he's a really nice guy. He's a family guy, you know. But he said he, at that point in his life, he was like... Um, his ego had gotten the best of him. Mm-hmm. He thought he was too good to do certain roles. And he used to go into auditions, like, half-assing it because he thought he was too good for him. He's like, and it took stuff like that happening for him to realize, okay... Maybe this is how other people see me, oh, and yeah. I'm a jerk. I mean, I'm a complete the, jerk. After that happened, I didn't see him again until Zach and Mary mm. make a porno. Yep, that was, that was the next thing I'd well, seen. Him. Nobody would hire him, and it was bad. It was because his attitude sucked, and he finally got his stuff together. That's true. And, and that happens to everybody. There's a lot of people that have, I think, have ego problems. Val Kilmer's one. Mm-hmm. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer had um, after Isla Doctor Moreau, nobody would work with him because he was such an ass on that movie even Marlon Brando was like I will never work with this person again and Marlon Brando's not the easiest guy no, to work would, with no, anyway. at all. no exactly and that's pretty bad but the director was like I would never hire him for another role and oh, Val didn't get any work after that No. and, and he, he got cancer and he, he kind of coming to God and he kind of realized oh I'm a jerk and he like when he was at Con a couple of years ago he was apparently the nicest person I believe it like bringing people probably to probably is honing for whatever he thinks is he's done wrong yep it's like, you know, it happens to a lot of them, you know. Yeah. It'll happen to a lot of young actors, you yeah. know, a lot of actresses and stuff like that as, as we go Treat by. Treat people like shit, feel bad about it later in life, get turned down on jobs. And, and you can't do that nowadays with social media being the way it is. Yeah, you get... Do, you, are, yeah. I don't know if you heard about Amber Heard. No, no. But, um, I know the name. <laughs> so she's Mira in uh, Aquaman or whatever. Oh, her, yeah, yeah, um, She's, you know, she's with Johnny Depp or was. Um... But, like, I want to say this was, like, two years ago, three years ago. Um, she accused him she of had her? accused him of beating the shit out of her. Yep. And, like, he was very uh, verbally abusive and whatever. Like physically abusive. And then it and, came out and, she punched him and there was him. Well, there was a video that she had put up that she secretly recorded of him in a rage. And he, like, he's in the kitchen. And he fucking grabs this plate and he just fucking launches it. Wow. He grabs a glass and he smashes it. And she's like, she's like crying in the background, and he's like yelling and whatever. He's he's just pissed. Oh, yeah. you, you can't tell why. There's yeah. no context no. to this video. That's, that's it's what, just that's he's fucking point. furious. Yeah. And she used this as some kind of evidence to say he is an abuser. Mm-hmm. And shortly after, Disney had let him go from the Jack Sparrow role. I remember that. Yep. And everybody was like, "What the fuck? How do you get rid of Jack Sparrow? He is Pirates of the Caribbean. No matter how mm-hmm. you spin it, mm-hmm. he is Pirates of the Caribbean." And um, I want to say this just happened a few months ago. <laughs> it just came out. She is way on the other side yeah, of this. Yeah, she was like, like she, physically assaulting, she, punching him, and kicking him. She bit off a chunk of his finger. Uh-huh. Yeah. She fucking, like, he literally has pictures of himself in the fucking hospital bed like this. And this whole chunk of his finger is gone. Like, the, yeah. from, from the first little uh, knuckle. knuckle to the tip gone and, and you see the bone and it's just the rest of it is in the other hand and he's like yeah he i'm the abuser one. yeah she literally bit my fucking finger off like it was bad there was some video audio of her threatening like they're gonna ruin you who's gonna touch mm-hmm. you now yeah 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 and it's you know and she's way younger than him so like i don't know what he was doing anyway but like she oh, literally yeah. used it to like de-platform him and now he's like well what now He's got his band that he performs with, or he jumps in with other bands and performs just for fun. But 
I don't remember the last time I seen him in a movie. I guess he. It's, I guess he just had some movie. Well, he stepped back. With, uh, he was in my own Kevin Smith. Uh, it was kind of funny. Yeah. He did that one yoga uh, hose, which was hilarious. It was, but it was it was meant to be that way. I couldn't watch it. I it couldn't get through funny. it. It was very Freaking funny. Leprechaun Nazis and shit. Oh no, it wasn't leprechauns, baby. Those were sausages. The- <laughs> Those were, they were called Bratsies. Bratsies. And Kevin played all of them. I, I and couldn't. It was freaking I couldn't, hilarious. I couldn't. Just like I can't watch Tusk, I can never bring myself to watch Tusk. Ever. Tusk is disturbing. I, I'd imagine. I like Turning I like Justin stuff. Long into a fucking walrus. I know. I, I do like that movie. I like his stuff because it's, it's weird. I have watched a movie that's very similar, though. Have you ever seen the movie Sorry to Bother You? No. Okay. Um. My wife's like, oh. Have you seen it, Kelly? No, I didn't even see it. Okay, I don't want to spoil it. It's fucked up. Because <sighs> it's such a... Oh, damn it. We'll talk about it after Kelly watches it. <laughs> I think it's on Hulu. If you guys got Hulu or a way to watch through Hulu, like whatever you're... Yeah, Cody. it's called Cody. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you guys have a way, watch it like ASAP because... Th- it's Army Hammer's in it. He kind of shocked me in popping up in the movie. I was like, what the hell? But... uh if you've ever seen Get Out, yeah, oh, um, yeah, that movie's great. The 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 black guy that's the first one to be taken by the family yeah. when the movie starts. Yes, um, and then he gets seen later, and uh, from Atlanta, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, Lake, 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 Lakeith Stanfield. Yeah. Lakeith. He's a. Uh, he's also an uncut gems. He's in a few really good movies. Yeah. Um, he's a good actor. Yeah. Um, he, like, the the overall premise is. He needs a job or whatever, and he gets one at this uh, telemarketing um, firm or whatever. And he puts on white voice. Oh. It's all about white voice. Mm-hmm. And but it, it but it, don't just think it's all about white. Oh, actually, no. Yes, think think it's all about white. Because <laughs> <He's like, totally laughs> the, the plot is so much crazier than that. Because it's like Army Hammer runs this business, and he's like, "Dude, you're the best at selling things. You should come work for me." And he comes work for him, and they're like throwing all this crazy propaganda at him, and he's like, "What the fuck? All right." <laughs> yeah. And then next thing you know, the propaganda that you're like, "That's all bullshit. It's real." Oh, and then the last 10 minutes of the movie, you're just like, what the fuck did I just see? <laughs> I literally spent the whole last 10 minutes like, is this reality right now? It's it's like... Yeah, he picks good stuff. He, he does. does. Stuff. He's yeah. very selective. He's only got a dozen movies. Yeah, and all of them are really good. Yeah. But uh, I guess he's also a rapper, but he's not that good at it. Yeah. But, I think every artist lately has been trying their hand at music. A, you know a what lot I mean? of them. Yeah, a lot of it's them. Interesting. I love him. He's great. Um, when did you watch Atlanta? Oh, I love that. It's a great. It's a great show. It's a great show. It's a great show. The first season's the best. Um, <laughs> but <sighs> fuck, I don't remember. No, it's uh, is it Paperboy? Yeah, Paperboy. Pa- yeah, I got that Paperboy. Yeah, that's his. That's Donald's cousin. Donald Glover. Um, shit, what is his name? In, in the show, it's his cousin. Yeah. Um, so, to the midnight phone. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> we have a phone specifically for the podcast called the midnight phone. <laughs> Terrible. Darius. Darius. Yes. <clears throat> no, he's he's great on that show. With the episode where uh, Donald was um, playing the creepy old white dude, <sighs> and Lakeith is like that walking around. Bad. 
That's crazy as fuck. I was sitting there like, who the fuck is playing this white dude? Is it Donald? Is it Donald? And no one would fucking say. <laughs> and then the credits didn't say, and I'm like, what the he fuck? He kept it a secret for a while. And then he showed up to the award mm-hmm. show. Yep, I was like, like, whoa. <laughs> I love his, um, what's his face? His Florida man speech. That's though. the best. In Atlanta. That's one of that my favorite. Because it's best. like, when he said that, I was like, oh my God, it all makes sense. Everything. It's, it's the same guy. Crazy. Every it's time you hear about the story, a Florida man gets attacked by an alligator. You know, but eats its tail like you hear about all them stories mm-hmm. it's all the same guy that's, that's awesome that's presumably white no one's ever seen black him. people to move to florida <laughs> so they came up with florida man that's, to scare them that's yeah. fucking yeah. hilarious that is fucking hilarious. and he's presumably a redneck white person that no one's ever seen that's hilarious <laughs> but like, oh but they have the news stories so to prove it so <laughs> i love that like sasquatch or something sasquatch it's fantastic no he's but he's a great a great actor he's uh he was, um, yeah, he was fantastic. I'm sorry to bother you. If, and if you haven't seen it, we'll watch, watch it. it. We'll watch it. It's a really fucked up movie, though. Don't watch her on them. Whenever, whenever she's done watching Nora or done painting Nora, we'll, yeah, <laughs> yeah, she goes it's, to bed it's like, worth it. She goes to bed at 2 a.m. I'm in bed at like nine. Just <laughs> be prepared to be mind fucked because that movie, or yeah, that movie is mind fuckingly crazy. Sir, I've been married for almost 15 years. Nothing <laughs> compares. I don't Nothing know. Compares. I don't know. Nothing compares. I'm really good at getting mind fucked. I thought I was ready for it because I thought it was just a comedy because it's it's him, but it's a. Uh, uh, David Cross, it's his voice coming through his mouth. That's weird. The whole movie. That's, so That's the white voice David for him. Cross. So it's so it's this it's this real nasally I comedy love, I voice. I love that googly eye bastard. It's so good. It's really funny. Um, no, it's a really good movie. Uh, definitely recommend to anybody. Um, <clears throat> Shit. We went off on like 10 tangents. Yes, we that did. That was hilarious. Well, that's awesome. That's what happens when you're not really like 100% ready to pod, but you're ready to pod. <laughs> I know. We were going to do a different like, podcast We wanted to tonight. pod. We had like a couple things and it was like, We had ah, Casey ready to go. Gotta... Casey's going to come next week. Uh, Casey Pierce, our friend, and we're going to talk about uh, women uh, superheroes and, and women in comics and what's been going on with them lately. And it's, it doesn't seem right for us to talk about oh, it without shit. her. That's you know, Two white guys talking about the plight of women <laughs> does not seem quite right. So we're two <laughs> white guys, completely uncultured. How dare they? I know. <laughs> that's awesome. But no, so like the Batman movie, it does seem. Yes, that's another one. Interesting. John Turturro. Yeah. He's playing Carmine Falcone. Really? They're gonna make him look a little bit more rough. Rough, and they're gonna you know pop him in a suit and. Give him the whole. That's kind of the whole cool, nine. Well, they're gonna have his daughter in there then. Uh, what's her name? Huntress. Isn't that her? Isn't, isn't that her? His daughter. He gets killed. No, no, she's a different crime family. Oh, different crime family. Is she? Is she? Okay. Yes. Um, I didn't realize. Yeah, I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was the same family too. Because in Birds of Prey, they're like, that's the, this is the biggest crime family. And I was like, yeah. I was like, that's not Falcone. No, no, no. Because they they said the name, but it wasn't Falcone. I'm like. Is it after? It said they're no longer. I, I think Lord. that's what it probably uh, is. Um, that movie looks good. Which might have been something that they told them, like when they were making Birds of Prey, like, hey, we're going to take out the Carmine Falcone crime cool. mob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you guys got to make sure that your character isn't part of that. That's cool. And uh, an, an odd one, they, they casted uh, a black Jim Gordon. Um, oh, good, good. Not a. Uh, it's not a bad actor. It's uh, Billy D did him once in one movie. He's a dude in he's a dude in Westworld. Um, 
last name is Wright. I forget what his first name oh, yeah, is. Yeah, him. Yeah, Arthur. he plays yeah. Arthur. Yeah. He's a really good actor. He's amazing. My only thing is, I hope if they do it, they don't introduce Barbara. And if they do introduce Barbara, she's she's got to be adopted or like yeah. a, or a pale mixed chick because there's mm-hmm. there's mixed kids that look white and yeah. there's mixed kids that look black. So you can pull that off, I guess. And he's a, he's light skinned enough. To where if he has a white girl as his wife, it's just it's just a kiss of death. If you take a comic book character, it's been don't around twist for 50, it too much. It's been fifty years. Don't twist it too much. And you change the race. It's people are not ready for that. They have to be established in the comic the, for a while first to make sense. Yeah, the, the, like you see it in some movies, like fanta- yeah. the, the the not so fantastic for that was one of the reasons that movie did bad the, too because it was unbelievable. You had the, you had the black dad, but you got like. Michael B. Jordan, who's a believable mixed kid. Yeah. I'm not so mad that he played Johnny Storm. I'm mad that he was, like, a believable mixed kid. Yeah. And Sue was, like, pale, mm-hmm. blonde, blue-eyed, white girl. Clearly no black jeans came mm-hmm. through to this child. Yeah. And... Was he, was he adopted or something like that? No, he wasn't. No, it was just a mixed family. That's and that was, their, that was their lame excuse. It was like... You know, it's just their mix. What all the, all the black jeans went to the kid? All, to, him. to the that dude. Makes no sense. To the dude. It physically makes no sense. Yeah, just it didn't. And a so lot of people point, were like, "Well, everybody what? knows that mixed kids are always and now I way get, more beautiful." I get there's a certain singular, crowd yeah. of people that are just like, "Don't make my white characters black." Yeah, but there's there's times where you can do that, yeah. and there's times where it makes sense, and there's times where it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Um, they they're Superman. all fictional characters. They're made up by people oh, yeah, anyway. Exactly. They did it with Superman in the comics at one time. With the Green ultimate. Lantern. Yeah. He got a, he got the black treatment. Um, he was great. Bat, I Bat, still, honestly, I don't like Hal Jordan. I like John Stewart. I like John Stewart, and I like uh, uh, Kyle Rayner. Yeah, yeah, and I like. Uh, there's uh, one more that I really like. I liked but, Kyle Rayner when he went to pieces in the. Uh, <laughs> with the comic <laughs> Injustice yes where the, yes. the yellow lanterns took his ring off and they just ripped his arms off in space He's that's why Injustice is so good stuff like that is why Injustice is so good it's so violent I'm like ah oh <laughs> it's, it's terrible but it's so good um yeah no I I think I think this guy can play a great Jim Gordon but then that also makes it so if it's not just because, see, what I was thinking was mm-hmm. they could do it being just his voice. Yes. You don't even have to have Jim in the movie. And it could be very young. Um, Bruce Wayne? No, young Gordon, as opposed to what we got in Justice League. This is true. Because if that's the case, then it makes sense that this movie would be a prequel to mm-hmm. all of it. Because in Justice League, uh, Alfred literally says, like... Oh, how I miss the days when your biggest worries were wind up exploding penguins. Yes, yes. And Penguin being one of the supposedly main villains of this movie, it would be really cool to see that. I thought they killed that universe off, though. Well, they did, but they didn't. They killed off... Well, they didn't kill, but Ben's done. He, he was yeah, like, no, he's he was like, no. Joss Whedon coming in put so much stress on the filming product, uh, process. He actually just came out in a big interview and was like, there's a reason I'm never coming back. And it's not because of, uh, it's not because of Zach. I love Zach. Yeah. It's not because of, you know, any of the co-stars. I love everybody I've worked with on, in, like a, in, the, in the scenes. Um, it was more just the, the pressure 
and the stress that was put on me, especially when we had all the reshoots and the recuts and the re this, re that. And he was like, dude, I spent my whole, like my whole time filming the last half of this movie under extreme stress. I was drinking myself to death. And he was like, dude, my manager told me, he was like, uh, dude, if they offer you another movie, don't fucking take it. But he didn't because come out you're call. gonna fucking kill yourself. He didn't, you, he didn't name Wendon, did he? No, it's, no. You know that no. reminds me of it's the Doctor Evil thing. Okay, everybody out of the room. Not you, not you number not two. You number two. Not, not you, you Frau. Not you Goldfinger. <laughs> not you guy with wrench. Not you unnamed people over there pressing buttons. <laughs> it's like everybody but like uh, but Mini Me. And he looks at him real slowly. Oh, it, is, it is funny. The, the, the he one does, he does not take a hint. He does not understand. <laughs> He's too small. That's exactly what it reminded me of. <laughs> that's kind of what it is, oh, and it's funny. it's clearly because Whedon was just not equipped to do that movie yeah. at the state it was in no. whereas Snyder every fucking week dude he's like here's a new scene that we had already in the books mm. here's a new like for the longest he has put out there that the actual runtime of the movie was going to be 214 minutes Ooh. so over three and a half hours that's like oh well, no not over three and a half it's just under three and a half hours that's impressive as opposed like to the, the, the two epic. hours or yeah. two hours fifteen minutes I think that it was in which the was theaters. still pretty long it was it felt long but if it were better in that amount of time it would have been received better well there were scenes we that movie that could have been cut too there's there's yeah. a lot of fat that what, that we introduced into it that didn't need to be there mm-hmm. there's a lot of just. Well, not a lot of. There's a lack of explanation of a lot of shit. Oh, yeah, it's true. Like, That's very Flash true. has several scenes where you see him in action before you ever see him in the suit that were cut. You got Cyborg in the trailer. They have him as Victor Stone playing mm-hmm. for the uh, the Gotham Knights. Yep. And he's fucking the star player, and he's, he's going and doing all this shit, and it was really cool. And they were going to actually show origins of this shit. No, they show nothing. And they show nothing. You can't really cut. throw people like throw, throw characters like that in with no backstory. If people, it's not like you're talking about Spider-Man or Superman th- or Batman. You're I, talking about Cyborg. I think Whedon's yeah. justification for leaving out Cyborgs at least is that they showed Cyborg being created in Batman versus Superman when he clicks on a file and they show the mother box kind of oh, cling to him and yeah. make his body, which I think is a weird concept anyway. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's really not a hard it's, it's It's usually not yeah. the, the story. Now, in the animated one, it is also, yeah. but the animated one's basically what the movie should have been not anyway. Not times go. Yeah. Booyah! No. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking show. No, it's, <laughs> the animated stuff is really good these days. They just did the Red Sun story and and, and they animated. Uh, that story was dark as yeah, crap. Yeah, where Superman Red Sun, by the way, if you guys aren't aware of it, is where Superman landed in the Soviet Union, not in America, and he landed in there in the sixties. And what you, was Batman a spy? He was, and they allowed. He basically the Soviets indoctrinated Superman, of course, mm-hmm. as a super soldier, and they took over the world. Right? Yeah. The Soviet Union ruled. The yeah, world. they actually ruled like the whole planet. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And Wonder Woman's in it. She's crazy. Um, there's a few people, but it's a really good story. It's interesting, yeah. Um, it's kind of sad though. The most interesting, interesting stories coming out of DC lately are all alternate universe stuff. And a not lot the of the stuff is, isn't it? A lot of the stuff is. I it's honestly, I've always kind of felt that about DC though. Yeah. Uh, besides comics, comics, the main world shit is just so good sometimes. Mm-hmm. Batman has been great, even though for some of it, there's not really a... The wedding shit was lame. <laughs> the wedding was lame, but it led into something that was so much better. 
that's that's the the big takeaway the I got from issue. it. And it, it ended up, <laughs> it ended up being explained that like it was because of Bane that they never actually married. She left him at the altar and whatever, but it was it wasn't because of yeah uh, her actually believing w- that she shouldn't be with him. It was because of something that Bane did, and they explained that later. Then Bane fucking kills Alfred, Alfred, and in the continuity right now, Alfred is dead, and Lucius. Uh, just talked to Batman and uh, Batman said something to him and he was like you know you can't get him back right like he's gone dude like you need to stop like acting like everything's all okay you can vent a little bit like and he's Batman so he's a hard ass he doesn't give a shit Lazarus Pit yeah but but no it's like (laughs) they're gonna Lazarus Pit he got fucking (laughs) and it's been like months (laughs) he's fucking unless they Lazarus Pit him he he ain't coming back they're gonna Lazarus Pit him because he's, he's kind of essential. He's like, you know, Batman always has the outfit. Dude, he got his first. spine and neck, all that, like, cracked. Bane didn't give a shit. He did it right in front of Damien, too. Damien was sitting right there. And uh, he, well, Flashpoint Batman, Thomas, uh, yeah. is in the universe oh, he's because in... of shit that's been happening. Oh, so the, he's the, existing, coexisting. Yes. And he shows up, and he's fucking shit up. And uh, all the Robins are trying to do stuff, and they can't. And then... He, he captures Wayne Manor, mm-hmm. and Alfred's in it, and he, he did it all for Bane. He's helping Bane, because he sees what Bane's doing as right, and he's like, Batman, you don't understand. Batman of the, yeah, this yeah, universe, he's like, he's like, like you Bruce. don't understand. Like, we, he's right. You have to be right. harder on the criminals. He's you right. You have to be harder, you have to kill them. That's yeah. it, because that's his whole ideology, yeah. is he watched his, his son and wife go crazy and get killed. And, yeah, so Bane you know, kills other criminals. So he lets that happen, but Bane kind of does it a different way. Yeah. Um. No, it's it's really cool because he like Flashpoint Batman Thomas. He's like anybody that comes near uh, this spot, like yeah, you're gonna see the real consequences when you fuck with us. Don't do it. Yeah, don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then Damien's like yelling at Nightwing and yelling at uh, Tim Drake, and he's like, he's like, you guys gotta fucking do something. I'm gonna fucking do it myself. Yeah. And they're like, dude, don't do it. Yeah. He's got Alfred. He's going to fucking kill him or kill you or kill both of you. Yep. And then Damien's like, ah, fuck this. You guys are losers. And then he, he goes and he, like, busts into Wayne Manor. And then he he actually gets into a decent fight with Thomas. And Thomas didn't have the League of Shadows to make him Batman. That's true. So he's not quite as adept physically skilled. Yes. Like, so, so Damien is holding his own. He's kicking Batman's ass. Good. But the second Batman pulls out this fucking gun, and he's mm-hmm. like, motherfucker, you better stop. Yeah. Like, you're yeah. getting in that chair right now, and I'm tying you up. Yeah. What's he gonna do? So... Plus, he's got brute strength. It's like, you yeah, know, oh yeah, Damien really jumps strong. up on his neck and tries to choke him out. He just fucking... <laughs> just, like, crushes him. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, once he has Damien in the chair, he, like, ties him up. And then Bane brings out Alfred, and he's like, he's like, didn't we tell you there'd be consequences and this and that? He was like, well, here they are. <laughs> oh, my God. Right in front of Damien. And Damien's like, <laughs> he's like, I can't believe you're dead. And it's like, now now we're in the consequences of that stage. Like, so Flashpoint. Well, he was off because Bane did what Bane does and sends him off to the middle of fucking nowhere. Chase. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he he actually went out with a uh, Catwoman looking for some kind of thing. I forget what it was, but hmm. 
it was it was a side story to the fact that Damien is trying so hard to free Alfred, and then it leads yeah. to that while Batman's gone, he can't be there to protect the city. It was kind of like how uh, in Dark Knight Rises, the movie, yeah, how Bane's like, hey. Put him in the pit. No, it's true. He goes in the pit. He's gone for like three months, and then after Bane, that three Bane months, takes over Bane scene. had the whole shit under lockdown. Uh-huh. That's how. It, that's kind of how it plays down. Uh, hmm. And uh, you know, it's a really good story, but <sighs> tangents. It's okay. Ta- it's big, what, big tangents. But we're talking about comics, which is the important thing. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so that Batman movie, it looks really cool. It looks really cool. It looks interesting. Did you see the uh, the Riddler victim, supposedly? Uh-uh. Okay, so there's a picture out there of a guy that's supposedly a Riddler victim in the movie. And he's got tape all around his head. And he's got, in red marker, no more lies on the Ooh. tape. And this motherfucker dead, because he got something stabbed to his eye or something. It looked crazy. But it looks like it's about to be a really dark movie, no matter what. And, um... I seen people saying like the taper on the head might be a hint that it's not actually a Riddler victim, but they might be doing a hush story for the first time ever. Really? In, in live action, which would be fucking awesome because that's one of like the hallmark detective stories for Batman, where he has to figure out that his one of his best friends is actually this murderous villain that's plotting to look exactly like him and take over his fucking life. All at the same time murdering people and putting the That's the crazy. villains in a standstill. It looks dark. I'm here for it. <laughs> the picture of Daenerys Targaryen. There. there. It's literally a picture of the monitor itself. Uh. Wait, come on. Oh, you have trouble with your iPhone? Okay. Oh, look at that. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. But it says no more lies on the... Interesting. Yeah. It's pretty cool, though. It looks, uh, it looks pretty fucked up. And then... They just revealed the Batmobile, and it looks like a fucking badass Shelby from back in the day. Nice. When they actually looked like muscle cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's not like a a completely made-up monstrosity. It's not brand... Yeah, It's it's, not not the Tumblr. It's not not the Tumblr. It's not the 80s crazy winged-out Batmobile. It looks (laughs) like a muscle car with a super engine in it. Nice. And it looks fucking awesome. I was sitting there looking at it like, man, if for Batman to begin, it wouldn't make sense that he drives something that's oh, no. as badass as what we've seen yeah, him start the, with. The Tumblr was awesome. The Tumblr is really cool, and considering the whole military aspect of uh, of Wayne uh, oh, yeah, Enterprise, totally. oh, yeah, it makes yeah. sense for yeah. that. Yeah. But if we're talking like a ground up Batman, you'd start the, with a muscle car. Yeah. Would, and it looks power. really cool. They just put out the. Um, I think there's like three photos or four photos, something like that. But it looks pretty fucking cool. And the the engine's in the back. So, like, it just looks like some futuristic shit mixed with, like, old school shit. It looks I like that. awesome. It's um, a good mix. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think it could be really, really great. I think uh, if they make a, one too many mistakes, it could be really bad. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but every everybody I've seen, as far as directors or actors that have visited the set so far, have said it's the most revolutionary take on the character we've seen in live action. Well, you know, speaking of the Batman, you had the Batman versus Superman. Remember Aaron Eisenberg who played Lex Luthor, Jesse, 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 Jesse. I say Aaron Eisenberg. Aaron, I'm thinking of our friend Aaron who passed away. Um, uh, he's uh, playing this movie called Resistance. Okay. Um, which it's like in World War Two, and it's like. I mean, he was in like Zombie Land and all different stuff like that. So he's 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 known for playing certain roles. He played Zucker. He played Zuckerberg. You know, 
But he likes doing indie movies, and that's what this is. This is coming out on IFC and Video On Demand. It's in theaters, too, on March 27th. It's got, like, freaking who else does it have? It's got Ed Harris... Okay. Edgar Ramirez. Um, he was an American Crime Story. Now, what's it about? What's the? He is. It's. It's like he's an aspiring performer. Okay. This is based on a true story. It's in World War II. He becomes part of the French Resistance movement. Um, he ends up being asked to take care of more than more than a hundred kids that get orphaned by Nazis. The Nazis kill their parents. Shit. The kids are left by themselves. And his name is Marcel Marceau. Um, long before he became that world-renowned mime, because that's what he is. He's, yeah. You know. Um, at that point, he was named Marcel Mangle. Uh-huh. Um, he's an aspiring Jewish actor who joins the French, Res- French Resistance. You know, basically, he doesn't want to get involved in the war. He's a young man in Europe. He doesn't want to get involved. He's keeping out of everything. He wants to. He like he impersonates Charlie Chaplin at burlesque clubs. Um, <laughs> he paints uh, backdrops for his plays and apparently antagonizes his father. Um, but he basically has to teach the kids how to survive. The reality of the Holocaust, oh, you know, Jesus. either by you know acting a certain way or pretending that they're not, you know. I mean, the idea of that that, that a well-known performer actually did save the lives of hundreds of kids mm-hmm. using his skill set is pretty cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And then Bella Bella Ramsey's in it; she plays Elspeth, okay. which is my sister's my little sister's middle name, which is kind of cool. You never hear the name Elspeth, but I thought, I thought that was kind of. Um, and it's like it's interesting. Like I don't know something that's about a, that movie. That's a, Dark story it is a to very tell, dark story. I mean, but it could be very, very good too. Exactly. I mean, you look at the um, the trailer, and the trailer is it looks like there's a little bit of comedy in it, a little bit of drama. Mm-hmm. You know, you get this long shot of, of Bella crying, and I'm like, that's just not necessary. Sadness. Just, now. Stop it with stop. the sadness. You got blood on her face in the Game of Thrones. Now she's crying. You gotta stop that. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, Clemence Posey's in it, and she was in uh, Harry Potter. She played uh, Harry Potter in Edgar Ramirez. I know a little bit. You know, delivers from evil, but Ed Harris. Everybody knows Ed Harris. Yeah. Apollo thirteen, Westworld. Yeah. He played that guy in Westworld. Who did um, he play in Westworld? The, not the movie, the, like, the TV what, series. Yeah. Um, he plays the Man in Black. That's cool. He was also like, called the Gunslinger. You know, I'm trying to find the best way to describe what he is. Here we go. Um, <clears throat> basically, he's. I'm not gonna. Sp- well, you know, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's, that series has been out for a while. So spoilers. If you haven't seen Westworld, the TV series, just fast forward through this part because I'm going to ruin the frick out of it for you. <laughs> um, like, one of his quotes is like, this whole whole world is a story. Westworld is a story. I've read every page except the last one. I need to find out how it ends. I want to know what this means. So, you I mean, it starts out with him, like, hunting. Like, he's in, he's super rich, you know, and when he, when people recognize him, Westworld, like if there's humans that are in, but they recognize him if they're nice, you know. One guy's like, Thanks. He's like, My sister would have died if it wasn't for you, you know, you're, you and your company. He's like, If you fucking talk to me again, I'll kill you. Jesus and I'll make Christ. it look like an accident and no one will ever know. And he walks away and it's like, Whoa. But he's like, You see him hunting down the robots in Westworld and scalping them. And the inside of their scalps has like little maps, you know, and they're like pieces, like clues or whatever. And uh, it's, Really, really interesting. Like, you know, the first time he gets into the park, he arrives with uh, his brother-in-law, Logan. And by the end of the, like, the first season, you see him, like, Logan, like, he, the man in black progresses through and, like, falls in love with one of the the robots and, and you know, Poe, Clements, Clementine, Clementine, you know, and he, he realizes, okay, like, I'm not going to be what you guys want me to be. I'm going to marry this girl for the money and I'm going to use it to take over the company. And, you know, I'm going to come back and I'm going to 
you know, find out what the hell's going on here. And you see the end of this, like, episode, it's like him tying up his brother-in-law naked to a horse and slapping the horse on the ass and his brother-in-law riding off <laughs> into the sunset naked, tied up, like, mm, oh my God. you know. Um, he'd been visiting the park for 30 years, right? So he knows that the creator, Arnold, hid a mystery in Westworld before he died 34 years beforehand. So he wants to know what the secret is. He's basically the majority shareholder and the owner of Westworld at this point. So it's really kind of cool. Like, you watch him go through the series, and the TV series is frustrating because, like, by the end of, the, I think it's the second season, you realize they're jumping forward and backwards in time, but you don't know that until, like, the last episode. Wow. So, the like, last couple of episodes. So you're, like, you're watching it, you're like, holy shit. All this stuff we thought was happening in real time... It's wasn't because you see this young man traveling with Clementine to to find this this what's at the center of the map, mm-hmm. and they get to this church, and you know there's, there's like graveyards everywhere, or whatever, and then Clementine is like she's having flashbacks and she's freaking out she doesn't understand what's going on, and she turns and she's like don't leave me don't ever leave me he's like I'm never gonna leave you, and then she takes two more steps and she shakes her head or whatever and all of a sudden the church is buried up to the top of the steeple. And she's like, what the hell? She turns around, she's like, William? William? She starts yelling for him. And you see, like, the man in black or whatever step out. And he's like, why do you always keep coming back here? And it's William. With wow. The man in black. So, you, so, so Clementine would, every now and then something would happen where Clementine would walk off where she was supposed to be and go on this adventure to find what was in the center of the map sort of thing. I think it's the way it went. It's been a while it since it. would end it. up being... So you're like, holy shit, I kept thinking this young man was a different character. It's the freaking old man in black the whole time. He was the young version of man in black. That's really fucked up. You know, and the last last season we watched, he was so... It did that forward and backwards in time thing where, like, he was trying to put his mind into a robot body. Jesus Christ. And you don't, like, he kept rubbing his his wrist at certain points through the series, and you realize on their wrist is a port where they can like plug in and access data. Uh-huh. And that's what he was doing. He was looking for it because he started mm-hmm. realizing he wasn't in his real body anymore. He was in the robot body. Once he figured that out, it started fucking him up. That's crazy. And he gets so nuts where his daughter comes in and she's like, dad, you need to stop this bullshit. It's stupid. You need to get out of here. All right. You abandoned mom and me for this shit. You know, you neglected us. You know, this is, he's like, you're not my real daughter. Oh my this is God. a trick. This is a trick to get me to stop. Cause I'm close to the figuring out the secret. She's like, you really think I'm not real? He's like, I know you're not real. He pulls out a gun, he shoots his daughter dead. Holy shit. And then he realizes that was really his daughter. Oh my God. But she was a living person. Jesus Christ. But then there's another scene later on where she's, she comes up to him and she finds him and he's at the forge, but it's abandoned. The forge is like this spot and it's like covered in dust and shit. And he's like, what the fuck? What the hell's going on? She's like, you poor idiot. You know, or something like that. She's like, this is your penance for what you did to me for so many years. This is your penance, and I hope you burn. Or something like that. And it's like, uh-huh. so she, you realize he is repeating stuff over and over again wow. as a robot at this point. Wow. And she's torturing him or something. It's really, and then it ends, and you're like, what the fuck just happened? What did I just watch? Ah! <laughs> you know, and I'm bastardizing it, of course. But it's an amazing series. It, it reminds me a lot of Lost before they started getting really weird with the storylines. Like you're watching, you're like, what the hell's going on? This is really kind of cool because it's a puzzle, and you're trying to figure out what the hell they're doing while you're watching it, and you think you know, and uh-huh. every time you think you got to figure it out, they're like, oh, guess what? Curveball, meow, and you're like, god damn it! 
<laughs> I was so close to free, you know, and it becomes kind of fun. You know what's a really good one that's like that is the Watchmen series. Really? I've not watched that. Fantastic. <laughs> Watchmen, the and series. You, you go through the whole show. Every episode you peel back a layer and it's like, holy shit, there's a lot of fucking layers. That's cool. I a, love stuff like that. A lot of it is rooted in like white supremacy versus law enforcement. Interesting. Like the law enforcement now is vigilantes. Oh. Like, oh. I mean, there are regular cops. Yeah. But the 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 people that they send in when they need to get shit done mm-hmm. are basically vigilantes. That's um, cool. And it's because there's a, a law passed. Robert Redford's the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, the and there was a law they passed where no more heroes, right? No more. It's kind of like no more. They're not allowed yes. to wear masks. No more masks. So the cops are are wearing masks though because they to protect their identities or their families. Don't yeah. Exactly. So now all the cops got bandanas on their faces and they look crazy cool. Oh. Like it's 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 awesome. But like at the same time, the white supremacists have taken up the the mantle of Rorschach as a whole. Like they don't wear the hoods and the KKK outfits no more. They wear a Rorschach mask and, and regular clothes. And um, That's the really the masks don't move or nothing. It's just they they dye it black real quick and then just let that be. Oh. But all of them have their own that they made. So, like, that's their thing. No, it's a really cool fucked up show. It's really fucked up. But it's it's really good. Um, they dive into Hooded Justice, one of the classic. I remember him, yeah. One of the classic guys. They actually give him an origin. He wore a noose, didn't he? Like, yes. he cut off noose. And he was, like, a circus strongman. And they, well, they changed his origin. Oh. Um, that change. Yeah. Because um, there's, I want to say there's, like, loose explanations of what he could be. Or, or everybody thinks he is. Was he the first hero? He was the first one, He was right? the first one. The yeah. very first vigilante. With the mask. Well, and it's, yeah. I mean, kind of a spoiler. So if you haven't watched it, whatever. I think if they know by now to listen to our show. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> um, but it gets revealed that he's a black guy. Mm-hmm. And he came up during the era before the civil rights movement when black towns were being like burnt to the ground by yeah. white supremacists. Yeah. And then the cops would come in with riot gear and spray up all the black people anyway. So they'd be like, they would assume that the, the black people caused this, this trouble. Yeah. And then that, and that's the kind of town he grew up in. Well, I think it's Tulsa. I think Tulsa's where, where he grew up and that's where the majority of the show is set. Um, but he, uh, forget how they explain it uh but he he has a kid and um one day he becomes a cop and he had this this uh a movie that he would watch when he was a kid about a black hero called hooded justice yeah and it was like a cowboys and indians kind of show cool so he he was interested in somebody named hooded justice already so he already had influence to be that and um as he gets older, he wants to be a cop because he wants to be just like his hero, Hooded Justice. Well, then one day he finds out there's a secret kind of like white supremacist group kind of operating the entirety of this town. Mm. And like even through the law enforcement, like black uh, black cop catches white guy doing something. Hooded Justice here, who's not Hooded Justice yet, is like, I'm going to stop this this white guy from doing this. Yeah. Takes him in. The cops are like, oh, we'll handle this. They grab the guy, go in the back. The next day, that guy's on the streets and doing the same huh. shit. And black cop's like, what the fuck? You, yeah. He was like, no, he didn't do it. 
I saw him fucking do it, and I'm on your guys' side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they just don't give a shit because they're all racist. Huh. One day, he, they got the white supremacists and the cops get sick of him doing this shit. Yeah. They fucking put a noose around his neck and take him out to the woods and, and string him up. And they let him hang for a good second. Yeah. And then they cut it right yeah. before he dies. When they cut it, he's just left there and he's, he's just in his rage or whatever. He goes, he's walking home, he's walking downtown, and he sees these white people molesting this black chick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking loses it. He goes, and it basically turns into, like, one of the scenes from the movie, The Watchmen, where, yeah. like, they just beat the shit out of some dudes in an alleyway. Yeah. He wrecks these guys in the alley. But from there, well, he, he they put a bag over his head, too. Yeah. So, at this point, he's wearing his regular suit. He's got the broken noose around his neck and a hood that they threw over his head. Yeah. And so he becomes Hood of Justice on this night. That's interesting. And then it connects to the main character of the show, um, ultimately. But uh, there's this Asian chick that's a whole nother plot twist. It's It's... like, dude, uh, Vite, Adrian Adrian Vite? Yeah. He's on fucking Io, I want to say. The moon of Jupiter. Like, Manhattan fucking put him there. Yeah. In a bubble dome that's got Earth's pressure and everything. And he's living in a castle with these like clones that he's allowed to make and and they're they're made as babies in in like this water. He takes them out of the water, puts them in this machine. And they grow full size. And they grow full size in a matter of like seconds. And then he lets them like I want to say he calls them, like, Adam and Eve, too. Huh. And uh, he lets them, like, become his butlers. And he's there for, like, seven and a half years in the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. And you're like, what the fuck? Seven and a... Huh? It's like seven episodes. It's like an eight-episode series, ten-episode series, something like that. And the whole time, you're thinking, this is just another day for Adrian. But you realize every time he pops up, they make a birthday cake for him. And there's a new another candle every time oh, you Jesus. see him. Jesus, that's crazy, dude. And the main chick, she's got a relationship with uh, Manhattan. The show kind of ends with the death of Manhattan, supposedly. Kind of, but there's a moment in the show where she's like, she doesn't believe it's him. It's the yeah. first time she meets him because he sees time and and yeah, he sees one solid. He sees all chunk. of it. Yeah, all of yeah. it. So. He he's telling it's the day he met her. Yeah. But he's telling her things that she's gonna say in like twenty years. Yeah. And then he's like, Yeah, in about five minutes we're gonna be doing this. And in about an hour we're gonna be doing this. Tomorrow we're gonna meet up at this time and you're gonna be a little bit late. And he's just he's gonna yeah. run it through it. She's yeah. like she's like, What if I just say no and walk away right now? He's like, You ain't. Yeah. <laughs> and <awesome>. uh, <laughs> he was like, You can't change that, that's happening. Yeah. But she's like so what you're saying is, do you? She, well, he was like, I need a body or something. Like, I, yeah. I need a way to be amongst the people. Yeah. She was like, Doctor Manhattan can't be amongst the people. You're blue. Yeah. He was like, blow. No, but I, you you could put me in a body. I'm sure I could transfer my energy to something. Oh. She, she works. She's a cop in Vietnam. Oh. She takes him to a morgue, and there's this black guy. Yeah. And she's black, so she's like, Are You interested in him? Yeah. And he was like, That's that's perfect. Yeah. So he just like puts them in really. Put he takes uh like he forms this like metal version of the Manhattan symbol that he yeah. has in his forehead. He he takes it 
and he like puts it through this guy's forehead. And you don't see it like break the skin at all. It just goes yeah. right through him. Yeah, yeah. And then the body comes back to life and it's Manhattan. That's crazy. Well, then it jumps it, it just keeps coming back to this dinner that that they have. Yeah. Well they explain that he can put his essence into something, but she's like, well, what about like this egg? Yeah, yeah. Like could you could you put yourself into that? Yeah. And he was like, I don't know. We might we might be able to do that. I don't know. Yeah. I've never tried it. And then you get near the end of the show and the white supremacists are closing in and they got this tachyon machine that can kill Manhattan. Manhattan. Yeah. Because that's the only way you can kill him is with time itself. But even then, like, he remember in the, the, he, he got ripped apart in the comic, he put himself right back together. Well, it's again. a different machine. It's uh, th- We're talking like 50 years, 60 years later. Yeah. They figured it out now. Yeah. Like, there is no uh, fixing it. And it's more about, it's not about killing him. It's about taking his en- energy, removing it, oh. and putting it in something. That's cool. And having control of it. So what they wanted to do was turn Manhattan into a white supremacist senator. Yeah. Rather than the guy that's for the people. Yeah, yeah, yeah That yeah. he's always that he's always been. Even yeah. though he's been gone for a long time publicly. Yeah, yeah. He's still somebody that's for the common good. Yeah. No and if you what. if you screw around and get his attention, he'll do he'll stomp you. Yeah. 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 But overall he's he's for the good. They were like, Man, white supremacists could do their job if they had that. Jeez. Well it's like, damn, that's fucked up. By the end of the show well, that's back to the egg. She was like, "So what you're saying is, you could put yourself in this, in this egg, yeah, and I could eat it, and I could walk on water." Because <laughs> she asked him, "Could you walk on water?" Yeah, he was like, yeah, "Absolutely, yeah. that's easy." And he was like, so, "So you're saying you could put this yourself in an egg, and I could eat it, and then I could walk on water," and it's so fucked up because he dies in the episode, final yeah. episode. There's a moment before he does where he's in the kitchen and he's fucking around and he's just bringing glasses out and bringing plates out and he's bringing out and she's like what are you doing making breakfast it's <laughs> so a what oh watch out for the watch out for the eggs drops the egg carton fucking hits the ground cracks and then she's like you gonna clean that up and just going at him about yeah, all this stuff because because yeah. he's kind of like not explaining to her what the fuck is going yeah, on yeah 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 like he like he does yeah it's normal yeah well he dies and then uh she kind of gets this realization after he dies that he said something about you can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Uh, she goes back into the house and the carton's like face down. Yeah. And all of the eggs are broke. She f- takes it and flips it over. There's one egg lodged in it that didn't break yet. Yeah. And she's like, <laughs> this motherfucker. Yeah, he put himself in an egg. She, she takes it, breaks it, and eats it. Oh my God. Raw. On the spot. And they got a pool. And she goes out. And she's just standing there. And she's like, I wonder. Yeah. And then she sticks her foot out. And it might be they the... cut it. It might be the frame her foot what touches the water. The like, show ends. Ah, uh, you bastard. And there is awesome. no plan for a season two. Uh, <laughs> and the, the director said, I'm fucking done. I quit. No he way. He was like, I'm, I'm doing this the exact same way the, the book writer did it back in the day. He That's gave you smart. this awesome story. Mm-hmm. Ended you with, yeah, we nuked like six major cities. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you what happens after. That's, That's up to you. hilarious. And it's like, that's perfect, dude. And it's it's a good way to get interest in another project. Oh, yeah. But it's also a good way to stay faithful to what the guy that made it wants. That's true. Like, 
because there's a reason he didn't. He wasn't part of anything after that. Well, they took it and uh, they mass market. You know. Yeah. And he was not happy about that at all. He was really pissed. Well, because the, the idea that. of it is like. Yeah, you know, I mean, Alan like, Moore is really weird. He's a big furry goofball. Yeah. But he was pissed. Well, a lot of his whole that. thing is like he hates what capitalism is. He hates a lot of what America stands for. Mm-hmm. He thought Vietnam was a fucking joke, which it was. The show was kind of, uh, or the, the the movie and the book were like angsty. Oh yeah. Fuck yous to all of that American bullshit. He just hated it. I mean, he used the story to I mean to reflect contemporary anxieties mm-hmm. and to kind of deconstruct and satirize the, the superhero concept. You know that too, which is amazing. And the idea of the you American know. hero, mm-hmm. like he was just like, yeah, that's such a joke. Like, oh yeah, Doctor Manhattan doesn't care about where you're from because he's he's all knowing, he's all seeing. He can be anywhere, but uh, this is true. I mean, they. I mean, the Doomsday Clock thing came out for DC. I, fin- I, I finally still haven't even finished it. Oh, it was good. Oh, it was very, man. very, very good. Um, the button. I mean, it came out in like what started in 2016. Yeah, it's been I think a it while. ended. It ended in 2017. We were still we were still working together. I want to say Doomsday out. Clock just ended though. Yeah, it like, did last it did. year, a year and a half ago. I think it was last year because I mean, they delayed it because of something. I forget what it was. I want to say they. The writers couldn't get it uh, finished out properly because they were conflicting on ideas. And then they finally settled on something, and that's when they they pushed it through. But I just remember I was reading it, and then it was like, they were like, oh, yeah, another one's dropping in July. And then it didn't drop in July, and I was like, what the hell? I want to say that was 2018 when I was reading it. And then 2019, it was supposed to finish early, and I think it didn't finish until midway through the year. But It was an interesting story, but, you know... it's It had a great start to it. I oh, didn't, yeah. I didn't... Uh, I just didn't read the last, I want to say, four issues out of eight. Or I think, I mean, realistically, like I think Moore kind of is still kind of stuck in the late 60s mentally. He's not quite... Yeah. You know, he's, yeah. he's really revolution, revolution, revolution. It's yeah, like, yeah. dude, you know... It's a little much. A little much. But yeah, but that's, so that's cool. Yeah. But the show is phenomenal. If you've never watched it, it's always worth a watch. Even with spoilers, it is worth a watch. Because it is a lot of holy shit, and it is a lot of what the fuck. And <laughs> that's the way life those, is. Those are my holy favorite shit things. And what the f- those are my favorite things. Those are fun shows. Like, you know, Westworld and, and Watchmen. So I like stuff like that. It's kind of funky and different. It leaves you wondering what the heck's going on. Yeah. So we covered some fun stuff tonight. I thought we did yes, pretty we good do. off the cuff. You know? We'll throw it together. We'll throw it together. Yeah. It's always good. You can follow us at uh, at DFAM Podcast on Twitter. And then uh, if you're on Instagram, it's at uh, it's DFAM Podcast Official. Yeah. Yeah, we've been having a lot of fun lately, kind of looking at different things and, and different concepts and things to podcast about. And I like it. I like, I like the fact that we're still kind of going strong. We're coming up in episode 40. Jeez. And I, I know. I've got to figure out something kind of funky to do for that. Uh, maybe we'll just record it in the nude. That'd be nice. <laughs> not for F. Just, not for just flopping around. And that's horrifying. <laughs> I don't like that. <laughs> we definitely have to like record the house. Oh, my God. Uh, that'd be horrifying. Now we're, so next week we're going to have uh, Casey Pierce on. Uh, my wife Kelly's working on the comic Nora by Casey. And um, it's coming along. It's going to be coming out in April. It's available for pre-order. Uh, it's really good. It's really awesome. And she's hand-painting every issue. As opposed to, not everyone's going to be released. They're going to print copies, obviously. But she's hand-painting the pages. So as opposed to a somebody inking it and sending it off to a colorist, she's literally doing everything by painting every page. And it's freaking phenomenal. It's crazy. And people are either going to absolutely love it 
or they're gonna hate it, and it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's you know, for it's it's you're not gonna like everything. Yeah, you know, it's gonna be it's not gonna, everything's for everybody, but that's okay. This is true. That's why we do art. That's right. Art's cool. I know a lot of good artists. I've met lots of fun artists. Uh, shout out to my friend Ruby from England. Uh, Ruby Boyd is my buddy now, and we talk a lot of fun things about art and things like that, and then you know, the differences and. You know, she finds cool stuff, and I like it. That's pretty much it. I annoy her, as I do many people. <laughs> and my uh, my cousin, I don't know, at Spider Girl on Instagram, my cousin Imogen, who lives over in London, she does urban exploration. Go follow her. She's cool. She's a, she's cool. doing comic books now too. She's amazing. She's brilliant. That's awesome. But uh, and and shout out to my bed, which I'm about to go hammer with sleep. Just hammer, <laughs> hammer Z's. Oh z z z under my pillow until my pillow can't take no more oh my goodness let's catch you guys on the flip side peace, peace.